0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic that I think will be super helpful for you guys. Um, but first, before I dive into that, I just want to go over a few ways that you can help support me if you enjoy the podcast and you find it useful. So first, my one on one coaching program is uh, What I do here is I help you build muscle, lose some body fat, and we have a health and I use a health first approach there with that. Again, health is always the number one priority um, and making sure you're doing it in a healthy way that doesn't risk your, your long-term health. Um, Plus, you know, having a health first approach makes fat loss and muscle gain easier. Uh, Maybe you're also somebody who's tried to get in better shape or just build muscle or lose body fat multiple times. And you're just not satisfied with your results. Uh, Maybe you just need to get back into a routine. Or you just need some extra accountability to make sure that you are sticking with your, like, you know what to do, but you just need that extra accountability. And then lastly, I I was having this conversation with a client today where I think a lot of times we think of everything from a monetary value, where we're just always thinking about how much it costs, but we need to think about how we can also save our time and energy as well, right? So that's another thing with the coaching program is it's going to help you save some time and energy. You're not going to have to use energy coming up with programs, figuring out what you need to do. Are you making the right choice? You know, how long do you rest, right? All those questions are going to be things that you can ask and, and we chat about and we figure out um, and I give you reasons for them, but you don't have to worry about actually programming it for yourself. Um, and obviously saving time too. Uh, again, time that you're not going to have to use writing your program, you know, potentially getting quicker results as well in a more, uh, evidence-based way, science-based way, um, a way that's better for you. Um, And so again, you know, thinking about it from that standpoint, rather than just a monetary value. Uh, Lastly, you know, education piece is super important, making sure that you know why we're doing things, and then also, so how you can apply the that to yourself in the future. So you can go out and do it on your own at some point. And then lastly, I'm always staying up to date on the newest science, you know, just to ensure that you get the best results possible. Um, if you are interested in that, you can either reach out to me on Instagram via email, or I have my link for the sh- uh, strategy call in the show notes. And with that, basically, we just kind of chat about what you're looking for, how my, if my program is even helpful for you and just kind of what your problems are and, where, and what we can do about that. So again, it's not like you're locked into anything when you fill out the application. It's just gets us to hop on the phone to look into things a little bit more. Uh, next thing you can do is rate and review, rate and review, sorry. Uh, yeah, leave a rating and then leave a review as well for the podcast. Uh, that's helpful to you know just show that you know people listen and um again that it's that it is helpful. Uh next you can follow me on Instagram at Jeff H91 underscore. And then lastly, you can also join my email list, which the link to that is in the show notes. And again, with there, you're just gonna stay on top of all my content and uh podcast uh recordings as well, and then any other stuff that I have going on, I will share uh, with my email list. So that's it. With that out of the way, let's dive into the topic for today. So what I want to go over today is why you want to maintain muscle during fat loss. And I think this is super important. This is something that doesn't get... I think it definitely has picked up lately, but it doesn't get as much... uh, It people don't focus on this as much as they should. So, you know, just just to kind of start this off, are you losing, have you lost weight, body fat, but you're just not happy with your look on the way down? Um are you finding it's tough to lose any more weight? And or do you see things spike up the moment you're done with fat loss? So, a common mistake, you know, that that I see made here is and I've talked about this before, but just trying to lean out, like focus is too much on just leaning out uh or sorry, when leaning out, the focus is just too much on like scale weight and seeing the scale weight go down. And while this is necessary in ninety nine point nine nine percent of the the cases, it becomes an issue when your goal is to see your scale weight go down at all costs, right? So that's like the only thing that you're worried about. It's like scale's got to go down. That just need to see the scale weight go down. Some common things that I see here uh, when this is the goal is restricting more food, and this is typically at the expense of protein or just like under eating for periods of time. So you'll kind of see the common really restrictive like during the week or for like five days out of the week and then you get super hungry and then you'll see that scale weight kind of come back up over the weekend and you end up not really ever seeing long-term results because you're just kind of you're in you're in a deficit you're out of it and then you end up maintaining but the big thing there is you're restricting more food you get super hungry you feel like you're dieting and then you're actually not doing you're actually not in a calorie deficit that you need to lose weight long term and if you are, it might feel it might just be like a very small one. So it's like you're working super hard. And then uh because of that, you know, you get super hungry and then you you overeat on the weekend, and then it, it ends up just being like a very small deficit, rather a bigger one, like it would seem like it is during the week when you're very restrictive. Uh the next thing you'll see is just exercising more, right? And this isn't really lifting weights, it's mostly cardio. So you see people when they try to get their scale weight down, you know, they're like, you know what, I need to lose some weight, so I'm gonna restrict my food, I'm gonna go from you know, poor habits all over the place, you know, food qualities, garbage, um, no structure around nutrition whatsoever. So like, okay, I'm going to try this super restrictive diet. I'm only going to eat chicken and broccoli um, the entire time. Or again, just eating low calorie in general, not really focusing on protein. And then also ramping up the the cardio side of things too. And and you will see some weight loss when that happens. And I think that's where people kind of get, they, they've done that. A lot of people have done that. Protocol before they see weight loss, like, oh, this must work. And then, you know, then they go back to doing what they were doing before, weight comes back up. So it's like next time they want to go back to that process, they do the same thing, right? It's like, hey, it worked before. So I'm going to just keep doing it because I know that I can see that weight come off super quick. But the problem here is when you do this, you put your body in a position where it thinks muscle is not important, right? So again, you're going low energy combined with low protein. So right there, it's like, hey, you know, we're not bringing enough energy. We need to we need to start to, to lose some of this excess body fat or excess weight, um, for energy again, low protein. So muscle is going to be, uh, something that your body's gonna be like. okay. Hey, you know, this is pretty, this costs a lot to maintain. So this might just, you know, we don't have any reason to keep it. So let's, let's start to lower it. And then you also combine that with more cardio, you know, not as much, not as much weight training. Again, another, that's a, another combination there of your body, thinking that it doesn't need the muscle that it has. So you end up losing muscle in the process because of your methods towards fat loss. Uh, This makes fat loss tougher during and after. So you know during this process you are going to find hunger spike and we'll kind of talk about that in a little bit. And then afterwards as well too when you are done with a diet. And it makes your goal of looking better unlikely. Because again, we know that if you listen to my podcast enough, you know that muscle is going to give your body that shape and that tone look that people are are going far. So again, if we lose muscle in the process, we're, yeah, we're losing weight, but what are what that weight is made up of could potentially be more body like more um the composition of that weight is just going to be more body fat than muscle. And that's not going to give you the, the shape that you want despite your weight trending down. Basically here what you're doing is you're you're paying you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Uh that's kind of I think that's how the saying goes. But it's like, you know, basically you're <laughs> you're Paying the price, but you're, you know, you're just you're doing something that you're you're, you think that is is helpful, but you're at the same time making your situation worse. Um, So we just need to be careful. So I want to dive into why it's important to maintain muscle during the weight loss process or fat loss process. So first is we have an improved look at a higher higher body weight, less body fat, and more muscle gives your body that shape that you want, right? That's that's what people want when they are trying to look better is they just need more muscle and less body fat. Uh, While you might not have your small scale weight ever, you will find that you, you will start to look better at a higher body weight if you keep your muscle or if you build more in the future. So it can be helpful to just maintain your look and and you have a better look at a higher body weight. So again, this is where I, I see people try to just lose weight. And again, it's all about the scale weight and you end up just kind of getting in this endless, like, Oh, I just need to lose five more pounds. Uh, I just need to lose a little bit more weight because you never get satisfied with your look. You think you're just always right there, but you're not. And the part of that is because you are losing muscle in the process. Now, in some cases, you know, people do need to lose more body fat, but again, you're, you're, as I mentioned earlier, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul here. If you're just losing muscle in the process and you do end up getting in this, like, and this endless five more pounds, um, cycle. The other plus side to being at a higher body weight is that you will be burning more calories for every movement that you do. And so what I mean by that is if you're at a higher body weight, and again, we're not talking 20, 30 pounds here, but if you're at, you know, a higher body weight, you're going for every move. Let me rephrase that. I'm not saying that like you want to be at a 20 to 30 pound higher body weight, because again, that's likely going to be some fat mass involved in there, but you know, I think that we need to get away from just trying to have our, our smallest scale weight because part of that is, you know, if you're small, if you have a smaller body weight, your body is going to expend less energy for every movement you do. Now, again, if you're overweight, high levels of body fat, yes, you'll be expending more energy, but that's likely not good for your overall health and and how you look and everything like that. So again, if we can take that thought process of just losing weight, not really focused on what that weight is and we try to maintain our our muscle mass, we can, yes, we might not have our lowest scale weight ever, but you'll have a better look and you'll be able to, burn a little bit more calories throughout the day. Uh, I, I actually wrote a blog on this in the past where I, I made my case as to why just aiming for weight loss uh, might not be beneficial, right? And again, it may, mainly comes down to like, you're just going to be at a smaller body weight and you're actually going to burn a little less calories at a smaller body weight, which makes sense, right? Because again, you're just smaller. So for every movement, you just don't burn as many calories. But again, the goal is an improved look, not just a number on the scale, right? Right. I think people forget about that and they just automatically assume smaller scale weight equals better look, but that's not always the case, right? I think that look is what people are going for. You know, would you rather wake up at at your smallest scale weight ever with with not your greatest look and feeling your worst, or would you rather wake up with a little more scale weight feeling and looking good? I think most people probably would choose the second option there. Um, so again, we want to make sure that one of the big reasons we want to maintain muscle during the the fat loss process is you're just going to have an improved look. And ultimately that's what most people are going for. Um, again, if you don't do this, if it's all about just scale weight, seeing it turn down, you're eventually going to get to the point to where you're in that perpetual, Oh, just need to lose five more pounds. Next is improved insulin sensitivity. So muscle is going muscle and resistant training is going to help with insulin sensitivity. And so really what this means, this is a very, uh, summarized view of this is your body's just going to do a better job at utilizing the nutrients you give it muscle is, is an important tissue involved in the body's glucose metabolism and it has an important effect on insulin sensitivity so again that really what that's going to come down to is it's going to just help you utilize nutrients your body's just going to do a better job at utilizing the nutrients that you give it. Um, you know, sometimes this can show up uh, as if again, in type two diabetes, people are more insulin resistant, right? So again, their body just, they have a lot more uh, uh, blood or um, their body's just not as good at utilizing the the glucose that's in their body. Right. And we obviously know that if that's, if that's too high, that can cause issues over time. Um, so again, we want to make sure that we are insulin sensitive. Now, I did do a episode with Brandon De Cruz on this topic. I'm searching real quick to see what episode. I think it was episode 88. Scroll down. episode Yes, episode 88 of the podcast. So Brandon dives into it um, in much greater detail. Uh, but again, main thing here is it's going to help your body utilize the nutrients you give it. So again, we want to make sure we maintain muscle. Next, it can offset some of metabolic adaptations effects. You guys have heard me talk about metabolic adaptation a ton on this podcast, um, but just kind of a TLDR, uh, metabolic adaptation is there to make sure you don't starve to death. And so it's also, you know, will make your body more efficient with how much energy it expends daily. And we know that this pops up when you restrict energy when you're in a fat loss phase. And so, you know, this can make weight loss tougher the more weight you lose. So doing things that maintain your muscle, you know, i.e. resistance training can offset metabolic adaptations effects on weight loss. So again, metabolic adaptation isn't necessarily, as you guys heard me talk about recently, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, It's probably a sign that you are losing some body fat, but we can make it a little bit better if we make sure that we maintain our muscle and lift weights during the the fat loss process. Okay. So this can make fat loss a little bit easier and it, it... again, combined with the insulin sensitivity, it's, it's, you know, if you do have that kind of sticking point all the time with fat loss, it's likely these are, these are the big reasons here. Um, And again, with metabolic adaptation, it's not that you can't lose fat. It just is going to add a little bit of friction to it. Right. So it's just going to make it a little bit tougher. So uh, if your goal is to just lose weight, you know, again, this is a common thing of, Hey, I'm just going to lose weight real quick and I'll be good to go. Um, And then I'll start to build muscle or focus on muscle. But that again, is hurting your your fat loss progress here. Next, it helps with hunger levels. So when you lose muscle, you will get hungrier during and after weight loss. Um, so by keeping your muscle, you can help offset some of the hunger that comes with weight loss and the hunger that comes following weight loss. So I'm sure you guys have all been there before. Uh, you lost a ton of weight or lost weight quickly in a short amount of time. And then all of a sudden you get super hungry. And then afterwards, it's like, man, I can just feel like I can eat anything and everything. I can't stop. And part of that is, you know, your body it lost some lean body mass and it's trying to regain that. And, and again, if it go in a super quick way here, it's going to be mostly fat mass that will gain um, in the process. So this comes from a paper from Willoughby in 2018, I believe. So the loss of lean body mass is problematic for a number of reasons, including impacts on health, ability to conduct activities of daily living and potential effects on emotional and physical. Psychological states, uh, the loss of lean body mass impedes sustainability by causing lowered, res- lowered resting energy expenditure and metabolism, uh, fatigue, declines in neuromuscular function, and increased risk for in- injury. Moreover, the metabolic decline that occurs after lean body mass loss results in a subsequent body fat overshoot or a regain regained fat mass, thereby resulting in unfavorable compounded changes in body composition. So again, uh, you know, kind of the big thing there is uh, we have that body fat overshoot afterwards. And next is going to be helps with energy levels. Uh, so when you lose muscle, your energy levels will plummet. Uh, you're going to feel sluggish. Your workouts are going to suck. You're just going to feel weak. And that kind of goes back to what I just mentioned there. So again, by keeping muscle, you offset the lower energy levels that come with weight loss. And so we want to make sure that we do everything we can to maintain that. So how can we keep muscle during the fat loss process? So first we want to lift weights and don't do more cardio in replace of weights. Uh, again, this is a common thing that I see here where it's like, Hey, I'm just going to take a break from lifting weights until I lose a weight and then I'll start lifting weights. Right. And I'm just going to do more cardio. Big mistake. Again, we're going to lose muscle in that process if that's our goal. Next, we want to make sure we eat enough protein. So uh, around 0.8 grams per pound of plus per pound of body weight. So 0.8 grams per pound of body weight or more is going to be solid there. And again, that's going to help with satiety. It's going to help lower your hunger levels. But the big thing is it's going to help maintain your your muscle mass in the process. Next, we want to make sure we sleep six to eight hours per night. Sleep is going to have a big role on maintenance of lean body mass. I've brought this study up before, but they they had two groups of people. they were both in an energy restriction, so they were both in a calorie deficit. One one group slept normal amount, the other group was sleep restricted. They both both groups lost weight, this similar amount of weight, but the group that was sleep restricted lost more uh, lean body mass than the group that slept eight hours per night. Right, so uh, again, you could be losing weight, but if your sleep's off, you may be risking lean body mass in that process as well. So make sure you're sleeping at least six to eight hours per night during fat loss. Don't lose too quickly. Um, no more than like 0.5 to 1% of body weight per week. Again, we know that if we do that, we are just going to risk muscle loss, the quicker it comes off. Um, so make sure that you're doing it in a, just a slower approach. Slower approach doesn't mean you're not going to see results. It just means, you know, like you just are going to have to kind of reset your expectations a little bit and you're not going to be able to go super quick bike is, which is just very common. Most people just want to go super quick with the, with the weight loss process. So again, we want to make sure we, we slow down because again, the quicker we go, the more we're going to risk body mass loss in the, in the process. Next, we want to make sure we manage stress as well. Um, so some stress is fine, but make sure you are not just highly stressed, you know, again, not sleeping. Um, just every little thing stresses you out. It, it, um, Stress can also be like managing your your training as well, making sure that you're not like overdoing the training side of things because that's that's a stressor on the body. Uh, So really when you're in a calorie deficit, you do want to try to manage all your other life stressors as best as you can. And I've talked about, hey, there's just certain times where we don't want a fat loss diet. And if you are going through a super stressful time, that's probably not the best time to be in a fat loss diet. Again, you're going to risk muscle loss during that it might not really cause you to like not see weight loss. Some people, they will see a sticking point there with it. But if you, but other people will, uh, it, it's not going to slow weight loss. It's just, Hey, you're going to risk lean body mass, uh, in that process. So some other things to focus on besides just scale weight when trying to, when trying to lean out. Right. So again, we want to make sure that we're not just focused on scale weight, but what exactly can we be focused on here? So first our progress picks, you know, look at your progress picks. If, if your weight's not really moving down as much as you would like, but you look at your progress picks and they're improving, you're losing body fat. Okay. So again, we're going for a look here, right? We're not going for like, Oh, Hey, 135 on the scale. I have to hit it or else. Right. It's like, what if you're 140, but you look better? That's, Will win, right? Um, Again, if it's not and you're like, I got to get to 135, I think you need to kind of rethink things there a little bit. So make sure you're taking progress picks. How are your clothes fitting? Okay. This is going to be another big thing here. Ideally, they'd be looser in the midsection. Um, So so pay attention to, to how those are fitting. Again, if you're not, Losing a ton of weight or as quick as you want, or again, maybe it's just kind of slowed down a little bit, but your clothes continue to fit better, you're in a good spot. You're losing body fat. Next, we want to look at measurements as well, and particularly the midsection. Okay. So again, if weight's not trending down as much as you would like or as quickly as you would like, look at your look at your waist measurements. If you see that trending down, that's a very good sign of fat loss. Again, that's what we want. We want fat loss, not yes, we want weight loss, but we want to make sure that most of that weight that we lose is body fat. And if we focus too much on just scale weight that can lead to uh, methods that are going to cause muscle loss. And again, we know the downsides of losing muscle during weight loss. Next, look at your biofeedback. So this seems like sleep, hunger, energy levels, stress, et cetera. Um, Again, if you're, you know, if you're feeling good, that's a good sign. Um, If you start to get super hungry, really low energy, um, sleep is off. Training is terrible. Like this is a sign that you might need to rethink your, some things that you're doing um, and, or take a break from fat loss. That's kind of what I mean there by biofeedback is just making sure that you are not, you're paying attention to your health, right? At the beginning of this, I talked about my one-on-one coaching and one of the big things we do here is making sure that you're in a healthy spot overall. And if you're, if you're not feeling good during the process, that's something that you need to listen to and you need to look into more. Again, during fat loss, there is going to be some hunger. Um, You're going to have a little bit lower energy levels. It's just going to be part of the process, but you want to make sure that they're manageable and they're not too crazy. Um, So, yeah, so that's it for this episode. Um, Hopefully this was helpful. Again, the big thing is you want to make sure you maintain as much muscle as you can during fat loss. So, before I actually end this episode, I do want to quickly go over like, okay, so you hear this, and now I think a lot of people get super worried about, okay, oh, now I'm not going to do fat loss because I'm going to lose muscle. Now, again, the things I talked about will be super helpful there in terms of how to maintain muscle um, during the weight loss process. Okay. But again, if you're scared of losing muscle, I just want to kind of quickly go over like who's at a higher risk of muscle loss during um, weight loss. Okay. So, first, you're on the leaner side already. So if you're not very lean, you can be a little bit more like, again, we, we still want to stick to the things that I talked about, but you do have a little bit more wiggle room there. Okay. Um, leaner side being like, if you're male, like 10 to 15% females, like 20 to like 18 to like 20 to 23%. Again, it's hard to really measure your body fat, but you have a good idea, right? Again, just, just think the leaner you are, um, the, the more, the higher risk you are, like, the more on top of these things you need to be in terms of maintaining muscle. Um, again, you go low protein and don't lift weights. Um, so if you're lifting weights and you don't go low protein, like your, your likelihood of losing muscle goes down big time. Uh, you uh, uh, Another person that would be at a higher risk is, you know, you do too much cardio type training over lifting, right? So again, the more cardio you do, this isn't like, hey, you do, you run two days a week. It's not like, oh, that's bad. Again, it's the more cardio you do versus lifting, like the, for the amount of training that you do, the more of that training that's cardio, the the higher the risk of muscle loss is going to be during energy restriction, the larger the energy deficit, right? So again, if you have a small energy deficit, you're going to be fine there. Um, now the quicker you lose, the more weight you lose, the higher the risk is going to be there and how long you've been dieting as well too. So if you've been dieting for a longer period of time, you might be a little bit of a higher risk, right? So somebody that's you know like in the 15 20% body fat range you know, 25 to 30% for female um your your protein is decent you're lifting weights you're not doing a ton of cardio your deficit is relatively small like the risk of you losing muscle is just very low right so i just wanted to kind of go over this real quick because i think people uh you know hear this and they think oh i know i don't want to ever do fat loss when you, a lot of people do need to do fat loss right like you in order to look better like yes you need more muscle and you need to maintain your muscle, but losing body fat is also going to help improve your appearance as well. So I don't want to scare people away from losing body fat because I do think it's helpful. It's just a problem when you do it 24 seven, 365, and your methods are suboptimal. That's when we run into issues with fat loss. So hopefully that was helpful guys. Um, if you have any questions on this, let me know. And I'll talk to you guys next week. thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhhealth.net. See you next time.